If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Pacific Gas and Electric Company, PG&E as we know it, must pay $125 million for its role in the 2019 Kincaid Fire in Sonoma County. Now, this is according to a settlement with the California Public Utilities Commission. Cal Fire determined the 77,758-acre blaze in 2020 was caused by PG&E's transmission lines. Dry vegetation, strong winds, and warm temperatures accelerated the fire, which destroyed 374 structures and injured four people. Well, if you want to read more about that, please head to froggy929.com. But some sad news. Bob Dole, a decorated veteran who overcame near-fatal wounds in World War II to become a respected senator and three-time Republican presidential candidate, passed away on Sunday. He was 98 years old. He had announced back in February that he was being treated for advanced lung cancer, uh, but now Bob Dole is survived by his wife, former Senator Elizabeth Dole of North Carolina, and his daughter, Robin Dole. So we're thinking about, uh, you know, his family at this time. Really sad news for Bob Dole, decorated war veteran. May he rest in peace. After the release of Macon, Jason Aldean is giving us a taste of what's to come on the second half of his double album, Macon, Georgia. On Friday, Jason shared a brand new song from his album called Whiskey Me Away, which was co-written by Morgan Wallen. Jason Aldean also released the track list for the second half of the double album titled Georgia, which officially drops April 22nd. So, very exciting times. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. So, this weekend was the very first weekend I got to spend with my fiance in a very long time. He got a new job, so now he has weekends off. And it's so weird. I feel like it's almost not real. Like it's gonna it's gonna not be a thing anymore. Does it feel like he's on a vacation or something that's, like that? That's exactly what it feels like. I am so, <laughs> so, 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 so excited for you guys. Uh we're we're pretty happy. It's it's been very, very fun, but like I said, it just feels it doesn't feel real like it's gonna be <laughs> taken away from us. Um and this weekend we were trying to figure out what to do. Like for the first time ever we get to plan a weekend together. We're like, where should we go? out to eat tonight maybe we should try something new uh we ended up going to third street l works we we ran into you yeah. <laughs> and uh, i mean that's like our favorite place yeah, that's it's a like staple. our go-to destination but like what's new out there in sonoma county i feel like i haven't been out in so long so tanner do you have a suggestion for cole and i where where can we go what can we try that's brand new i absolutely do so i was very sad when tex wasabi on fourth street in santa rosa shut down I was sad until I saw that Sushi Rosa opened up in that same location. Oh, yeah. Now, I haven't been there yet, but it's definitely on my list. has four and a half stars on uh, Yelp. And they have that famous robot waiter that everybody's talking about. I got to see it. (laughs) And the food looks awesome from the pictures. And I I love sushi, and I know you do, too. So that's my recommendation. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have to go. I want to see the robot waiter more than anything. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're getting some great suggestions on our Facebook page right now. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. New restaurants to try in Sonoma County. Karen from Petaluma said 
Stelina Pronto, a new delicious bakery cafe in Petaluma. They also have sandwiches and salads. So good. Mmm, I love sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean from Santa Rosa says, El Masondelo Mocajetes in Santa Rosa. Uh, he said, try their signature mocajete. And there's also great cocktails, he says. And Judy from Sebastopol said, the Matheson. We went there for our anniversary last week, and it was so much fun. I definitely want to go to the Matheson. Yeah. I, it's like, what, three stories, and it's like different levels. It's like really cool. That's over in Healdsburg, right? I believe so. Yeah. Definitely going to have to check it out. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up, and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Are you team gift bags? or team wrapping paper when it comes to giving president presents for the holiday season. I am horrible at wrapping presents. When I wrap presents, people will laugh and say, this one's from Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to put my name on it because the wrapping is so bad. And because of that, I am team gift bag all the way. It's easy, you can reuse it, and I buy mine at the Dollar Tree so it's super cheap. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. I, I definitely prefer to wrap gifts and i prefer my gifts wrapped you I don't do? know if that makes me pretentious or not yeah i mean you do you with the gift bags yeah. but it takes it to me it takes the fun out of christmas a little bit because when you tear open that wrapping paper yeah. it's like a just a fun little tactical thing you know what i mean when you get a gift bag are you like oh yay a gift bag. I'm like, someone was lazy. I'm definitely judgmental. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's lazy? <laughs> I want to like but say that I don't judge people who use gift <laughs> bags, but I'm going to be truthful and genuine and say, I do judge you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you were getting a gift from me, either a, a gift bag that looks nice or a wrapping job that is done terrible, is it the effort that counts? Yeah, I would love to see how you wrap gifts. Taylor. Oh, I'll gladly try. <laughs> you gonna wrap a Coca-Cola for me? I got you this. All right, I'm down. I'm down. Let's make it happen. Uh, according to our Instagram, Sonoma County would much rather wrap Christmas presents. 78% are team wrapping paper. Only 22% of Sonoma County prefer gift bags. Okay. Where are my gift bags? Where are my gift bag lovers at? <laughs> Come on, it's easier. Oh, I mean, I get that. I understand that, Tanner. Yeah. Uh, you can contribute by following Froggy929 on Instagram. Also, getting a lot of great comments. Cadence uh, from Santa Rosa sent us a message and said, definitely wrap. My son loves to tear open the paper more, and I love wrapping it more. It just seems better to me than something put in a bag. Wow, that's pretty much what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and Liz from Petluma said, some gifts are too big or too heavy for gift wrapping. Those go into a bag. No, you gotta get creative with that, Liz. There's ways to wrap it, I promise. Life is too short to worry about wrapping paper. That's why I'm what? gift bag all the way. It's the one time of year. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Last week, we were discussing where to hide Christmas gifts. Tanner, it seemed like you were having trouble hiding Christmas gifts for your girlfriend. Yeah, my apartment is way too small, and oh. where I, I don't know where to hide everything. Well, it makes me think back to my parents, my folks. I don't think they tried very hard to hide their Christmas gifts, because I walked... <laughs> 
I always walked into their bedroom to get something. And I turn and I look, and there's just like Christmas gifts just hanging out in the bedroom closet. And I just like <laughs> run out because I feel like I cheated. Like I cheated Christmas. Like I saw my Christmas gifts. I was like, oh my God. Well, you're a much better kid than I was because <laughs> if I was in your shoes in that situation, I'd be like, ooh, what did I get? <laughs> Mom and Dad, I'm going to hang out in your bedroom for a minute. Just uh, don't, don't ask questions. Don't come in here. It's very cool, very casual. <laughs> Nothing weird going on here. Well, according to a new survey, that is actually the most popular place to hide Christmas gifts is the bedroom closet. And also in this survey, the first place kids look is in the bedroom closet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That is where gifts are most commonly found. Um, And like I said, that's exactly what happened to me as a kid. Tanner, did your parents also hide Christmas presents in the bedroom closet or did they get a little crafty? Well, and hide it somewhere else. They thought they were getting crafty, but I knew every single year they would hide the presents in the trunk of their car. Okay. Specifically my mom's car. And I found my Christmas presents every year for like four years straight. Did you get in trouble? Did you ever get caught? I never got caught. <laughs> oh they never gosh. knew about it. So on Christmas Day, I had to act all surprised that I was <sighs> getting this and I was getting that. The wonderment. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> well, we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. Uh, where did your parents hide those Christmas presents and did you find them? Eric from Santa Rosa said a friend of mine opened his Nintendo 64 a few weeks before Christmas. His parents caught him and donated it to charity. Ooh, so cool. Oh. I can't believe they donated it. (laughs) All right. Ariel from Heraldsburg said, when my mom was younger, she unwrapped all her gifts and wrapped them up again before my grandma got home weeks before Christmas. My mom to this day talks about how it was the worst Christmas ever and she regrets it. Oh, yeah. My brother and I would do that, too. We'd open (gasps) just enough of the tape to see what it is. Shut up, Tanner. You guys were bad kids. We were bad kids. (laughs) (laughs) William from Runner Park said, one year I found them. My mom kept them in the back part of her closet. (laughs) After she left for the store in the morning, I dashed over and was amazed. Toy cars, action figures, colors, amazement. Everything my young heart could feel for. Then the regret set in. See, that's what I'm saying. Don't do what Tanner did, kid. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Walmart, good old Wally World, is under fire for allegedly listing cow as a woman's clothing size. A woman named Janadine Grant of Miami went on Walmart's website. She's looking for like this plus size ugly Christmas sweater. She typed in plus size ugly Christmas sweater women in the search bar. And she says the website listed the following sizes. 3X, 4X, 2XXL, and then cow. The word cow. C-O-W. Now, apparently Grant tried calling the company's corporate office, but she hit a dead end. Walmart is working to rectify the listing, but a spokesperson for Walmart released a statement that says... This is certainly not okay, and we are working to determine what is going on now. In this instance, the customer had searched for a plus-size cow ugly Christmas sweater, and that's how the word got up there. It is in no way a descriptor descriptor of a size. It is just a sweater, a cow sweater that somebody had searched before. I personally do not see how this is possible. I, I, I do see, personally, 
how the label could lead to body shaming, but I can't possibly understand how the word cow ended up in the same category as a size. And I think the glitch that the spokesperson is talking about is very, very, very confusing. Now, I went to take a look at their site to see if, like, the cow sizing was still up, but it's gone now. They've fixed it. But I'm assuming they got a lot of complaints. I did a quick search on Facebook. So many people were complaining about this. It very much went viral. Uh, getting some messages right now, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Jesse from Novato says, sometimes sites misuse the sizing feature to offer variations on things like patterns or color. If I had to guess, this was a particularly unfortunate example of that. Otherwise, why wouldn't the largest size be cow instead of it being in between two sizes? That's a great point. But Marie from Cloverdale says, whoever put that there was probably someone on their last day of work. I would have called customer service immediately. Now, Michael from Santa Rosa says, I totally understand why she's offended, but is she suing? Why all the press? All right. What do you think? Do you think Grant was in the right to go to the press about this? Do you think Walmart is at fault? Do you think someone at Walmart did this on purpose? Call right now. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. From Froggy 92.9. This is the Froggy Secret Sound. For $500 in tickets to Country Summer, what is that sound? The phone number to call is 707-636-1467. And taking caller number nine, Michelle from Santa Rosa, what's your guess for the secret sound? I think it's meat frying on a frying pan. It's not a bad guess, but it's the wrong one. I'm so sorry, Michelle. That is not the secret sound today. Thank you. Just for playing, you will receive five free car washes from Splash Express Car Wash. Oh, cool. (laughs) Your next shot to win is at 120 and 330 today. Well, thank you so much for playing the Froggy Secret Sound, Michelle. You're going to Splash. Thanks to which morning show? Thank you, Amber and Tanner, 92.9. Thank you, Froggy. Listen to Froggy 92.9 weekdays at 720, 120, and 320 to hear the Froggy Secret Sound again. And for your chance to call in and be the first to correctly guess it and win $500 plus country summer tickets, you'll also get a five-pack of free car washes at Splash Express Car Wash just for making a guess from Froggy 92.9. Billboard has announced the top country songs of 2021. This list is based on charts that take into account radio airplay and streaming. And right now on Amber and Tanner in the Morning, we're going to give you the top five. All right, at number five, it's Chris Young and Kane Brown, Famous Friends. I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. At number four on the list of top country songs of 2021 is Luke Combs, Better Together. Some things just go better together And probably always will And number three, it's Gabby Barrett's I Hope And I hope she treats Like you did on me And number two, Walker Hayes, Fancy Like Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night Got that Bourbon Street stay with the Oreo shake And the number one song in country music this year, according to Billboard, is Luke Combs' Forever After All. Maybe some things last forever after all. 
Amber, do you agree with this list or do you have another song that you think deserves to be the number one song in country music? <laughs> um, you know, I am not surprised that Luke Combs was on this list so much because I think they should have added another Luke Combs song. Really? Um, one that was released in July of 2021. It's his seventh single from the deluxe edition of What You See Is What You Get. It's Luke Combs, Cold As You. Drinking beer almost as cold as you. Yeah, I'm surprised that didn't make the top five. This is my lo- most listened to Luke Combs song. It's so much fun. I love it. I feel I, like Luke Combs could have made all top five. I, I know. I listen to this song just as much as I listen to Beer Never Broke My Heart. So. Oh, I can't believe that didn't make the list. I think that one came out in 2019. Oh, well, dang it. Yeah, so this one was on the deluxe edition, which is why it qualifies. So what I, about you? I think my number one song for country uh, in 2021, and we get all those Spotify and Apple Music wrapped, uh, and my number one song in general was Thomas Rhett, Country Again. It feels good to be country again. It was so cool to see Thomas Rhett get back to his roots on this double album. I just love this song, and I'm excited that Thomas Rhett's getting away from the country pop, and he's getting back to kind of his roots. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Christine. Yep, she has her Christmas lights up, getting in the holly and jolly spirit. Let's see if Barry Martindale can be the Grinch. Hi, is this Christine? Uh, yes. Christine, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I was told that you put Christmas lights on your home earlier this week. Uh, yeah, I did, just after Thanksgiving, actually. Well, your neighbors believe that it's too early to put up Christmas lights, and uh, they think you're getting overly festive. Okay, that's really, really strange. Um, I mean, it's December now, so, um... I don't think that I'm getting overly festive. Like, it's just a couple of Christmas lights. And, I mean, what's wrong with Christmas festivity? I didn't realize that people had an issue with that. Personally, I don't have an issue with that. But who does is the Homeowners Association for your specific area in Petaluma. Uh, They say you can't put it up until the 22nd regarding your Christmas lights. (laughs) That's literally three days before Christmas. That doesn't make any sense. Why would I do that? Well, it's... uh, the rules, according to the Homeowners Association, I'm just trying to get you to avoid some fines. Um, you've already been fined for going on three days now. What? I mean, how much am I getting fined? No, first of all, okay. No, I've never seen anything in my lease or anything about me not being able to have Christmas lights at a certain time. Like, I'm pretty sure if that was an issue, some I would have known about this already. It's $100 per day and when you're in an infraction like this. And so $100 daily, you're already three days in, so that's $300. And you got to take them down by 2.30 today, or that's going to be an extra $100. Okay, that's ridiculous. I've lived here for years, and nobody's ever told me anything about that before. And I just don't. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that would be in my contract with the Homeowners Association if it was an issue. And I've never been notified of any of that before. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my 
gosh, what? I was getting so upset. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. So my fiance stole the show this weekend. I'll tell you what show. Uh, we went to this event this weekend at Fritz Underground Winery. It was kind of like a one of those like paint and wine afternoons. You know what I'm talking about, Tanner? Absolutely. Those are so, I've been to those before. Okay. So fun. So you've been to one. Yeah. So we did this event with this company called uh, Boards and Bottle, and basically. This girl, Kristen, she creates these boards and you paint with stencil. So it seems pretty easy, right? But my fiance decided that we were going to make things a little complicated. He was like, mm. why don't we paint stripes into the into the stencil, into the board? Because Ooh. it was like candy cane type looking style He for was Christmas. going off the cuff a little bit I here. I know. And I was just like, in my head, I was kind of like, that seems like crazy. Like it might not work out. But I was like, yeah, you should do it. Let I let them do it yeah. to my board. <laughs> Wait, and it was your board? Or? It was mine. Okay, yeah. okay. He, didn't, he originally said he didn't want to paint. So because when he got there, he was like, where are the other dudes? He was the only guy there. <laughs> He's the only guy there. But the board turned out really great. I put a picture up, Tanner. I'm going to take a peek. And it says joyful and triumphant. And everyone was like, wow, you did that. And he was all proud. He was like, yeah, it was my idea to do the stripes. Okay, that, he did that? Yeah, he did that. I'm shocked. (laughs) I am absolutely, I was like, what professional did this sign? (laughs) I did not know he had that ability. Great, you're going to make his head bigger. Sorry, I didn't mean to. (laughs) I'm shocked. That's what all the girls were saying. Everyone was like, are you sure you're just an accountant and you're not an artist? And I was like, please Stop. You're making his head bigger. It sounds like he might have to open an Etsy shop or something like that. I'm impressed. It's a good looking (laughs) sign. So but it was really fun. It's something we're gonna have for the rest of our lives. But uh Tanner, you'll have to come to the next one and see if you steal the show. I don't think I will. I don't think I can top that. (laughs) I I, I'm not joking. I'm incredibly impressed. (laughs) Me too, me too. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani were recently doing an interview with Southern Living Magazine when Blake revealed that Gwen and her kids have a unique Christmas tradition. Okay, I'm going to try to do my best Blake Shelton impression right here. Are you ready? I'm ready. Blake said... One of the craziest things I learned about you and your family, as far as holiday traditions goes, Gwen, <laughs> is the wrapping paper wall the kids run through. I'm not kidding when I talk about how serious this is to the Stefanis. Gwen. <laughs> That's my favorite part right Gwen. there. Remember in high school when like athletes would run through the giant paper wall through the game yeah apparently that's what gwen stefani's kids do and i think that's really fun and a cool unique holiday tradition what is your odd holiday tradition on hold right now is sasha from cloverdale in the morning of christmas and to choose what kid gets to open up their gifts first it's find the pickle i have a pickle ornament and i hide it in the tree somewhere a different spot every year and whoever can find the pickle first they get to open up their gifts first. Why does that make me want a pickle right now? Like to eat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a pickle ornament now. I think that's super cool. It's really cute. My family growing up, we had a strange holiday tradition. We would all open our first present together 
as slow as we possibly could, and whoever held out the longest to open their gift got another present. <laughs> we would have one oh, present so specifically weird. for that. It was like a patience game. And Did I you lost. Win? You no. Know. <laughs> I never won. <laughs> that makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, do you know anyone that has a strange or odd holiday tradition? Um, I think that it's strange that people don't get to, uh, I don't know if this counts, but I think it's weird that people don't get to open up one gift on Christmas Eve. I, my family does the same exact thing. Because my family does that. And when I met Cole, he said that was weird. He was like, no, you have to wait until Christmas Day. Like My, my parents always let me open up one gift on Christmas yeah. Eve. And apparently that's weird. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Do you think you have what it takes to take down Amber on the Amber Showdown? All right, here's your chance to win tickets to the Emerald Cup Harvest Ball at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds, December 11th and the 12th. William from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I sure am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, William, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio. See how the two of you score. Sounds good. Smack to Amber for a half a point bonus. Going down, Amber. (laughs) Good luck, William. Amber's running out of the studio as we speak. Here's question number one. Amazon's going to stream a new special about William Shatner's trip to space. It's called Shatner in Space. What Star Trek character did William Shatner play? Captain Kirk. That is correct. Question number two. Kelsey Ballerini recently celebrated her four-year wedding anniversary with her husband. Name Kelsey Ballerini's country star husband. I'm just going to guess Tim McGraw. That is incorrect. Question number three. Domino's Pizza restaurants in South Korea are selling a $24 pizza topped with a three-course meal. What state did Domino's have their first location? Was it A, Michigan, B, California, or C, Nevada? Uh, I'm going to go with Michigan. That is correct. Question number four. Jimmy Allen says that he tried to tell stories with the clothes he wears. Which country star did Jimmy Allen collaborate with on the song Freedom Was a Highway? Um, Dark Brooks. That is incorrect. And question number five. A prankster fooled Chris Pratt's fans into Googling funny pictures of him over the weekend. Chris Pratt got his start playing Andy on which NBC sitcom? Oh, I think that was uh, Parks and Recreation. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back into the studio. Amber, William from Santa Rosa got three out of five. William, how were they today? Were they hard, easy? Uh, A couple were hard, a couple were easy. (laughs) All right. Question number one, Amber. Amazon is going to stream a new special about William Shatner's trip to space. It's called Shatner in Space. What Star Trek character did William Shatner play? Uh, Captain Kirk. That is correct. William also got that correct. One to one is a score. Question number two. Kelsey Ballerini recently celebrated her four-year wedding anniversary with her husband. Name Kelsey Ballerini's country star husband. Morgan Evans. That is correct. William got that incorrect. Amber, you are up two to one. Question number three. Domino's Pizza Restaurants in South Korea are selling a $24 pizza topped with a three-course meal. What state did Domino's have their first location? Was it A, Michigan, B, California, or C, Nevada? I'm going to say A, Michigan. That is correct. William also got that correct. Amber, you're up three to two. 
Question number four, Jimmy Allen says that he tried to tell stories with the clothes he wears. Which country started Jimmy Allen collaborate with on the song Freedom Was a Highway? remember that song so i am gonna say i don't know and all right william also got that incorrect score still stands three to two and here is question number five a prankster fooled chris pratt's fans oh by the way it was brad paisley okay <laughs> i feel like that's incorrect that's uh important to say a prankster fooled chris pratt's fans into googling a funny picture of him over the weekend chris pratt got his start playing andy on which nbc sitcom Parks and Recreation. That is correct. Amber, you got four out of five. To William from Santa Rosa's, three out of five. William, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. But William, just for playing, we're giving you those weekend passes to the Emerald Cup Harvest Ball. (laughs) Happening at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds, December 11th and 12th. But William, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I'm off to my way with Amber. You're going to the Emerald Cup Harvest Ball, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Foggy, 92.9. I'm feeling really unsatisfied today. I'm sorry. I'm very unsatisfied. Why? Because I love beating my brother at things. When you're the younger sibling, there's no better feeling than beating your older brother. Yeah, it's never happened for me, so yeah. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> Every once in a while it happens, but because of technology, I couldn't see his reaction. Amber, have you ever played those games on iMessage where you can play checkers, you can play uh, you know, all sorts of games, you can play beer pong, all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I was watching you play checkers the other day. What's that about? Well, I didn't get to finish that game of checkers. Oh. I was beating my brother's butt so bad at checkers that he just stopped playing. <laughs> I didn't get to have that reaction like when we were kids and he got to freak out, throw the checkers off the board, all that stuff. And I just feel like because of technology, I didn't get to embrace my victory. I'm sorry. He rage quit on me. <laughs> and I'm really upset about it because I wanted to see him upset. Does that make me a bad brother? Maybe. Do I care? No. There's nothing wrong with the good little healthy competition. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know how healthy that is. Oh, my brother and I's competition (laughs) is not healthy. We are so competitive (laughs) against each other. Do you know know anyone that gets really mad when they lose board games or any sort of game? Well, maybe not anymore, but my fiance's mom swears that when he was a kid... And, he, and her and his brothers would play board games, that Cole would get so mad <laughs> he was losing a game that he'd flip over the table. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think of like little tiny Cole just yeah. like flipping over a table <laughs> in anger and I just think it's really funny. He doesn't do that in adulthood? No, he's matured, thank goodness. <laughs> does he react in a big way when he does lose or does, does he just go, dang it? Uh, he, he's matured and he just kind of says, alright, well I lost and <laughs> <laughs> we move on with our lives. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country.